I'm not even trying to be like that, but you don't know how many campaigns I've shot where I literally am in the back of the van or on set, literally putting hair product into my own hair yeah, and which is the laying my like own edges. Y'all yeah. want diversity, inclusion, all those bullshit trendy shit in your campaigns, but literally cannot adhere to the people that you're bringing on board. Yeah. Or you want like racial diversity, but you're bringing, you don't have the makeup to match the, the oh skin my tone God. or you don't have like the, the resources to do the hair. So you have bitches looking fucking crazy. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Not So Glamorous with me, your host, Kyla Coleman, where we talk about the not so glamorous life of being a model. Here with me today is my good friend, Michaela. Hello, hello. Here to talk with me about being a mixed race model in the industry, as well as just growing up mixed race. Um, a lot of you guys have questions um, that you asked me about being mixed, and I'm only mixed with um, like Russian, African-American and Native American. So my experience is gonna be different from someone who may be like Asian American and like right. something, you know, different mm -hmm. mixes. But um, we're here to talk about our experiences with our mixes. And yeah, that's just. Yeah, I'm so glad that you pointed out that so many people ask you, like in my DMs and like, I don't know, in emails, so many young girls are like, even just saying, you have hair like mine or you look like me. Um, how do I get through this? How do how did you get through it? How did you get so confident in yourself? Because there's so many like contradicting things with mixed children in our society that we like kind of have to figure it out for ourselves a little bit, yeah. you know? And I feel like it's sort of. I feel like we all sort of go through this phase of like a, for lack of a better word, identity crisis. Yeah. Because you, while we are so blessed to experience multiple cultures Absolutely. and like have the awareness of both sides, mm -hmm. there also is that aspect of like, okay, but like if I go to this family barbecue, mm -hmm. all my family's this way, and then this at mm -hmm. uh, this one, and there's I have so many friends who are mixed who have racist family. Yeah. So it's like I was blessed to not have that. Yeah. So thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. But I have sort of an I like I felt like you know I grew up watching Product Justice and I was like mm -hmm. I want box braids like yeah she's so beautiful and then yeah. at school everyone had like pin straight hair right. and I was like okay but like should I have this because it's sort of a fear of mm -hmm. being different. Yeah. Not like a self-hatred but just like everyone's doing this you want to do it too because like kids are fucking mean kids and you, are so mean but you don't want to be like the one with box braids right. and then everyone's like what the fuck is with you know going yeah. on with your hair exactly and looking back it's like so sad because it's like mm -hmm. we should have been because I would beg mom please braid my hair please braid yeah. my hair and just <laughs> like I wanted to look like these people I was seeing on TV mm -hmm. and um, so growing up it was just like sort of like I don't know which way I should go and right. I neglected to realize that like as a mixed race person, you are your own identity. Yeah. You don't have to be one or the other. <sighs> That's which the is, thing. Yeah. It's like we don't ever realize that until we finally get into our own skin and we're a little bit older and being like, well, there's certain attributes from both cultures that make me me, so I'm just going to be beautiful regardless. Like, mm -hmm. fuck y'all. Fuck yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, that's it. But what you were stemming on like earlier saying, certain parts of your family, like you feel like, you kind of code switch are you, like are you familiar with like that term like when people speak multi multi languages they yeah. code switch wherever they're with and like i feel like that applies to mixed children too because mm -hmm. if you're for my case you said that you were russian native american and black yeah that's so fucking funny because i'm black my mom is also russian and polish and apparently some native american but it's fine yeah anyways <laughs> but it's like when you go to different sides of the family like you literally code switch like i talk differently and it's not me putting on a front or anything yeah. but it's literally like just how you act around these sorts of people but you always in the back of your head especially as a child you feel like you're not enough for one or the other like yeah when you're in completely white spaces and i'm very like i'm fair i like can pass as a white person if i straighten my hair and mm -hmm. really like really really neutral it out um but they still know something is different and you still feel off and then if you go in completely black spaces like they accept you yeah they that, and that's something that's yeah. so crazy for me is i always felt like if i'm black people know i'm black period period like they see yeah. you like what's They're up like, yeah you're <laughs> a black you are yeah. a black woman you yeah. are one of us like yeah. what's up but then around white people it's always like what are you yeah. like you're like a little bit different family or not like it's right. always a little bit different mm -hmm. and that's where i was just they like always i've ask. always felt more accepted in like the black community yeah. and that's what i've always felt like i identified more with mm -hmm. especially because you and I both are from smaller towns yeah 40,000 people yeah. and so I 
always like I was like the black kid Mm -hmm. like I wasn't like because we weren't like super mixed and super diverse so it wasn't like a bunch of black kids bunch of it was just like I was the black kid like Mm -hmm. I was like when we would go to like smaller more racist towns I was being called the n-word too yeah so as I got older I started to realize okay like you actually are mixed like you're Mm -hmm. actually fair skin like you have all these other privileges because I wasn't that growing up right growing up I identified more with like my colored side Mm -hmm. because that's how people treated me right and so as I get older and as I would say things like you know, I'm like so like pro pro black, like I'm just this way because that's how I was raised. But then people will be like, well, remember, like you're white, like you can't talk about white supremacy and all this stuff. And I'm like, well, I can. I'm mixed. Yeah. And I, I hate, and I know a lot of mixed people hate this, like when someone says you're white, you can't. Do, no, 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 I'm mixed. Yeah. Like, that's a completely different, mm-hmm. like we are mixed race. And then yeah. like you're mixed with white or like you're mixed with, like I just say, like I'm mixed. I don't ever say like I'm one or the other. Yeah, and I kind of no. take offense to when people are like, you're white, you can't do that or yeah. whatever. Because it's like, I'm not. Exactly. Or when people ask you like, well, what do you really identify as? Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, I've said this before just to like myself and my family and like, us together like I grew up in a black household period like I have a white mother but in our house is black culture I grew up in a Mexican neighborhood like it's just that's how I identify there's not really aspects of me that identifies in white culture I participate and I can go I can go fuck around over there I understand y'all trust I've seen y'all I get it (laughs) but at the end of the day I identify as a black woman and so for people to be like but you're still white it's like yeah, hence why you see my fair complexion, yeah. my light eyes. My things. white mom, yeah. <laughs> but she she acting different than half of y'all. No, she don't really fuck with y'all either. But like, <laughs> but, the, <laughs> but no, because that's the same for me because I've never felt like I didn't have the white picket fence. Right. Systematically, yes, my mom is more privileged. I have more privilege because mm-hmm. I'm mixed. But in my community, it was like, I didn't grow up in the nice part of town with all the other white people. I grew up with like the colored people, mm-hmm. the less lower income white people. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like I ever had that little white picket fence, like mm-hmm. like white family, yeah. like barbecue. I didn't have that sense of like culture growing up or even like upper echelon black family that disassociates from black culture because they're so wealthy yeah i didn't have that i had like the and even my grandpa like my grandpa was a very very wealthy man because Mm -hmm. he was a doctor but he was like the first black doctor in his hospital amazing born 1928 so even with all his wealth and all that Mm -hmm. like we still weren't like right like you know like super wealthy and like didn't act in that way so like my whole life I felt as if like I just felt you know more in touch with and maybe that's also because black culture is more rich because Mm -hmm. it's like African culture and like stuff like that and white culture unless you have like those roots like those Russian roots or those Mm -hmm. German roots where you have those traditions then maybe it's that's why like we weren't doing very traditional things growing Mm up my white side it was just like it's just know. American. Yeah, it's You're, just like American, typical American. But And that's just like the foundation of white culture in America is that what all kids are taught is white culture. And yeah. so for you to have any sort of other culture, it really comes from your household or your neighborhood or yeah. your, your community, you know, really like instilling those traditions and stuff like that. Because yeah. our school system really tries to wipe out everybody except for white culture like <laughs> pretends no one else exists besides and you're white like, people yeah. exactly and, and i feel like a lot of people too they'll they'll dm me and be like i just like we don't have a sense of self because we're not taught it yeah like we're not our school doesn't teach us like my family my grandpa like all of them they're so pro-black like i was learning mm-hmm. about malcolm x like the mm-hmm. day i popped up my mom's vagina no, literally and when i was like in um I think I was in my sophomore year is mm-hmm. when we learned that like Christopher Columbus like did a mass genocide of Native Americans. That wasn't until I was 16 years old. Right. So I was in like, what is that, 11 years of schooling before they even taught that. But it's like, I'm also Native American and I grew mm-hmm. up like um, doing like basket weaving and yeah. beatings and stuff. So Amazing. I knew like about Native American culture. And it was like, if you challenged your teachers, you're just wrong. Right. But you're sitting here like, okay, you are disgracing like my, my culture. Mm-hmm. But, and you're teaching the wrong thing, but then like, where the issue? So I feel like, the school system kind of doesn't help Mm-mm. with you like in helping like find your identity it's something you kind of have to do on your own and just realize that like you can form your own identity and that's like the beauty in it yeah and, like that's such a luxury is we can form our own identity we don't have to be 
be one or the other or the stereotype oh, or yeah, one of because exactly. I, I don't know if you've ever been told but like you sound white or stuff oh like that God. it's so <laughs> just what does that mean like I, I speak can't even, well because yeah. that's first speak, of all it's racist why would assuming, you say that yeah assuming <laughs> that a, a mixed person or even a black person so I have right. friends too that are like yeah. a little bit you know like just different than the stereotype mm-hmm. of a, what a black person quote right. should be and people are like you sound white or like are you sure you're black or the one I hate is people asking me to say the n-word why would they ask? I don't you that? know because my older brother tattoos, yeah, grill, like, yeah, he's like also has a degree in business and is getting his master's. Very well spoken man. He's doing him. He's doing him, but <laughs> yeah. he's just that's how he expresses himself. Yes. And he says the N word, and then like yeah. well, Drake is mixed, and it's like I am as well, but like I choose. Wait, not. what's your brother's name? His name's Keyshawn. Oh, so yeah, cute. He got, yeah, <laughs> that is so cute. Yeah, he got like that. <laughs> I love it. And my dad always jokes too because like all of our middle names are African oh, because my parents so wanted us to be like yeah. have you know and what's your middle name if you don't Ashanti <gasps> yeah it's so, so gorgeous yeah but like Kyla is like the yeah. more acceptable version of it's like different. a name it's still gorgeous a little yeah. bit but then there's like Kylie and Kayla mm-hmm. and like so on paper you can't tell my ethnicity right my parents did that so it's Keyshawn Kyla Cade Keenan so but Keyshawn my dad's like I kind of fucked him over because like he got the more ethnic name so my brother will be like hi I'm Blake like doesn't that lie. isn't that real shit though yeah. like on job applications so many black people or his Hispanic people or anyone else that has like uh, a ethnic name, yeah, changes it, like yeah. or it goes by a shorter nickname. Like how many Indian people like just go by something random because. Yeah. Uh, like people in the workplace like oh I can't pronounce your yeah. name dude oh that's so funny it's like whoa fuck you yeah. first of all learn because my back name. in our countries or wherever <laughs> like it's a normal yeah. name but it's like here people are just so ignorant and just not open minded that they just not open minded and it's like sad that my parents did that like my dad's mm-hmm. like we've shoved the African to the center but that's real life yeah. like you shove it you acclimate to whatever culture is normal yeah. and as a kid growing up you do that too you acclimate to your surroundings and whoever is like right. around you because you don't want to be like imagine if I was walking around named Ashanti and like when I was six years old people would be so fucking mean to me yeah because there's like Rebecca and Ashley and like Jessica and then like Ashanti and then they look at me and it'd be like it'd be hard but I mean I wish like sometimes I'm like I should just go by that there's like already one but that's the hard thing too is like when you are a person of color in America and you do have children you have to think about all those things yeah you really like white people really don't have to think about that stuff at all there's so many things that like we've been taught in our example only like in black households that other kids really don't get taught like how many sit downs have we had okay if you experience the cops you say yes sir no ma'am you are on your p's and q's you do not say anything you do not reach for anything you yeah. do not hands on the steering wheel nothing yeah. do you think white kids really get that talk yeah. or do you don't wear a hoodie how many times does my mama tell my brother don't wear a hoodie going out at night don't you know just stuff my brother's not allowed to this is like real shit and i don't know if other people agree with it but my parents don't let my brother wear do-rags outside of the house because it's just like they know how people in a white town look at that are gonna perceive that yeah and, and it sucks that we have it's to so adjust. sad yeah. it's so sad and it's like these all these little thoughts and fears that are so instilled in black culture from like white supremacy and like just years of fucking bullshit that like literally infiltrate how black people parent their children yeah and i remember like so i'm so glad you brought that up because yeah. there was a time my dad was teaching my brother how to drive mm-hmm. and we're in the car and my dad is like he my dad i'm from a very socially aware family yeah, yeah. and so like i'm so appreciative for that so mm-hmm. it's like i never like i knew this world didn't treat people of darker skin kindly and i also am lighter than a lot of my cousins so yeah. while i was learning like it was also like yeah this shit happens but you have so much more privilege and because he also you're like, use that yeah yeah but there was this time my dad was teaching my brother how to drive and we, he didn't stop at the stop sign mm-hmm. we're in a neighborhood like he's just yeah. teaching him and he's like son you have to stop like yeah. three seconds like if you don't like he's like cops he's like that gives another that gives a cop another excuse to just pull you over mm-hmm. and then look in your car and then he might yeah. quote unquote smell something and what's right. in your pants and whatever exactly and, and i was like sitting in the back like oh my god my dad's a fucking psycho uh-huh. but then it's real four years later my friend got profiled shot point blank range is <gasps> so in a wheelchair is wheelchair bound cop not even in he's literally serving the same district that he was in like on patrol fucking kidding yeah me. and i was just like wow and looking back i'm like oh my god like mm-hmm. my like 
my dad was just telling what could seriously happen. And my friend that got shot, he's not super dark. He's not, yeah. he's not mixed, but he's like still a black man. And he was shot yeah. because there was something, quote, in his pants come to know that was his dick that's um, oh between us yeah God. it was his, and he's literally in a wheelchair for the rest of his life because of this incident <sighs> my and, heart and it yeah and i was 17 when i found and that's yeah. also what pushed me into my like activism that of exact situation is oh, what it fuck is yeah and that, um, that's life-changing and it, it truly is and it's just like he did nothing like he did absolutely nothing besides be black and drive and that's yeah. a crime in the eyes of and that was back in 2004 14 so times have changed a tiny 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 bit but it's still very it's relatively still recent very i graduated recent. high school in 2014 Same, 2015 like, that me. shit is fucking recent yeah. like but all of us it's like um we get taught like back in our school system like literally school systems get introduced to black people through slavery like literally oh fuck they just popped over like slavery that's where black culture quote-unquote starts yeah. not even recognizing thousands of years of like kingdoms and kings and queens in africa exactly. like full-on societies and economies but we get introduced through slavery and then now you have oh and then it just pops out oh civil rights movement all black people are freed yeah. oh they had a little bit of tension Fuck no, no. this not. shit is completely we're murdering, like killing, lynching, like, lynch everything. everything. Th lynching is still going on the today. Y'all motherfuckers ain't seen it yeah. in Missi Mississippi though. Yeah. Down in down in the cut. That's why it's like literally black people cannot go to certain areas. Like in the South, there's still segregated proms in 2019. Yeah. In 2019, yeah. Like that shit is real, and it's like we're. I'm so thankful for like phones and technology because we're able to see it a little bit more. It's really overwhelming. And educate ourselves, and it is, and it's so. Because it's, it's so rampant. That's it, the thing. Exactly. It's like we all knew it was there, but damn, it's like, yeah. you know? And I and I remember, too, because I used to, like, study this a lot. Because mm -hmm. being mixed, you do come from a lot of privilege. So there's a lot of yeah. stuff that you and I both won't understand because we are not a black person in At America. Yeah. Like, we are mixed. We are fair skin. Mm -hmm. And so I would research and research because I want to get an understanding to yeah. see, like, what I can do. And I remember reading that, like, when something comes on the news, like, it can cause, like, PTSD-like symptoms yeah. in black people who seeing these things. Yeah. And so it's just like a whole loop of just mm -hmm. things that keep happening and happening. And it's just like, it sucks, but yeah. it's like, we have to be aware of it. We have to be aware because it's like a complete desensitization too. Like when the media most times are not is reporting on black people, it's black bodies yeah. being killed exactly. or uh, kidnapped or something like that. Very rarely do we see like black people being celebrated for like academic achievements, children, stuff like that. Yeah. When um, black children get accepted into like multiple Ivy League schools, white people are up in arms saying, oh, they're taking my kid's boss. Yeah. And then this whole college scam shit came out with yeah. Aunt Becky and exactly. shit, bro. Like I'm just like, like she's paying millions, and kids are actually working their ass off. But God forbid a black a black student is actually intelligent right. and working their way into school. Like, and I even and when I was in college, people were saying like, oh, like they, they're just filling the quota, or they need this black student, or whatever. Act, and it's like, uh, no. What is the affirmative action? And yeah, shit like that. it's yeah. just like no, because some surprise, like people mm -hmm. actually have brains, like people are actually yeah. smart, people actually work hard. But that's too like the portrayal of people of black people mm -hmm. is has always been shitty, and even subconsciously, yeah. it's always been shitty. And so it's so sad. when people it are kills fed me. certain information, they're gonna make their own biases off of that. Right, and we all like judgment is in our dna like yeah, we do we, it we do it like back in barbaric times like mm -hmm. we had to judge for survival right. we all judge so if we're feeding people this false and negative perception mm -hmm. of black people they're going to form their judgment and form their bias in a negative way but like thank god for like jordan peele and like <laughs> yes like everyone making black panther yes. to show that like yeah we can and i like if I ever made a movie, I'd want because I'm like love like Cinderella story with Hilary yes. Duff. Like, why can't we have a black one of those where like? Do you remember drugs the brandy one? Yeah, <laughs> that but shit like, was my hardest. That was so same, good. Yeah, I love that one. But like, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. Movies like more just with no like, slavery or drugs or prostitution. Yeah, like, no, like Moonlight was amazing. The Hate You Give is yeah. amazing, but it's like, what's the core of those movies? Moonlight, mm -hmm. his mom strung out on drugs. Yeah. Um, and then but he's gave, also like, like finding himself as which a, is yeah, which yeah. is great. But like, can we have that also without the drugs? Right. Because it's like now people are going to be like, okay, yeah, there's another black woman on drugs. Like that's just how it kind of goes. It just seems like a lot of our media just reinforces generationally that um, 
black people have unstable homes, mm -hmm. therefore they're not fit citizens and cannot function in society. Exactly. It just kind of keeps reiterating that yeah. fucking story. And that's why it's like so important, like movies like um, If Beale Street Can Talk. Oh, so are at, showing uh, black love, like uh, Creed Two. Yes, yeah, just that's the most beautiful black love. And that's the thing is like black movies like in the box office are fucking banking out because we have buying power, like the black dollar and black economy. Like we have, we purchase. Yeah. That's why it's like uh, another conversation. I know this is like so, but because we are in the fashion industry, like how do you feel about black artists, okay, like rappers or musicians and stuff, constantly just throwing bags on Gucci, yeah. Louis, Wait, Fendi, come out with Ferragamo. Such, like, yeah, like, right, yeah. but blowing bags, and that just shows that the black economy is so strong because all these motherfuckers literally low-key like, look the same, yeah. wearing the same shit. That exactly. shit costs thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And then their followers and their consumers, like how many like influencers or YouTubers are all like, oh my God, Gucci this, right. Gucci that, and it's like, all because we like hype it up, but like put your money in. Like when I found out Virgil was like gonna be the creative director at Louis Vuitton, Goodbye. I was like, I don't care. Yeah. Like I'm spending my life savings because a black man has now made it as right. a creative director and I'm giving him all my money. And that's how we feel about a lot of black people who make it. Like literally, even if like the whole Obama election, a lot of black people, even if you didn't agree with the policy, you still yeah. voting because <laughs> he's one of us, girl. Exactly. We're trying to get it up. Exactly. Like, you know, but if you if they put all that money that they spend on these luxury items into luxury brands or just brands that are owned and run by black people it would be such a different story but we just kind of keep giving our money to these brands who obviously blatantly don't give a fuck about us if they're doing racist shit you yeah. know what i'm saying what did montclair come out with like the like um sambo lips and oh, just, like yeah. just crazy yeah. stuff like i just obviously no regard but it just goes to show like our buying power is so crazy and our trend setting is so crazy so whatever kind of black people who are like in the limelight say is cool is gonna start infiltrating but it's just so backwards it's like it's like uh um yeah you have all this money and oh all this shit is so cool but at the end of the day i don't really trust you and i can't really bring you home but i want mixed kids yeah. mixed kids are super pretty but my dad would hate you yeah like it's just like, like this goodbye like i can't even wrap my head around it especially yeah. as a mixed child because you're kind of being pulled on both sides of the fence yeah and that's um I feel like a lot of people too, like like being mixed is fetishized. Like it's oh, such complete. a fetish. Like it people are like, I want mixed out. kids. And like there's this, um, I don't know if you've ever seen the, the movie Malcolm X that Spike Lee produced. Uh, no, um, I need Denzel to go back Washington. and watch it. Yeah, it's, I, I used to watch that all the time, really yes. as a kid. But <laughs> there's this part where he's like flashing back and talking about his mom and his mom is mixed. Yeah. And she's like like mixed like because this, the her, yeah, like yeah. somewhere along the line the slave master had raped. Mm -hmm. And she came out like with some white, and so she married a black man because she's like, I want to get the oppressor out of my system. Yeah. And so I grew up like thinking that's maybe how people thought, and then everyone's like fetishizing being mixed and like right. wanting mixed kids, and like I want a white girl to like have mixed kids, but like I don't really respect white women, but I just want the beautiful child. And I'm just like, why do we? And then I hated in high school. I feel like that was like the era of like being light skin, yeah. like calling people light skin or everyone in their like so bio had light skin or like That was some the dumbest shit of light, eternity. Right? And I hated that. <laughs> and I was, I'm not an angry person. I don't get no. mad. But I would be like, I'm, don't call me that. Like that yeah. just like divides. And they're just like, hello, yeah. like you're light skin. Like shut up. And I just, even to this day, like when guys cat call and they're like, you, you light skin, I will say something. Yeah. If they say anything else, whatever, like block it out. But if yeah. light skin, cause I'm like, you're not going to divide racist and I'm, right. and I'm mixed so yeah that's different but like even light like my dad's a lighter skin mm -hmm. black man like he's pretty like my grandpa he even says i was only as successful as i was is because i'm white passing and my grandpa's wow. full black from no, tennessee he, he's the dirty being South. fucking real with you yeah though. and he has like a thinner nose like i look identical to my grandma my black wow. grandma i don't look anything like my parents that's like so at all gorgeous. yeah You're gorgeous kind my, of so she <laughs> no my grandma was so beautiful and but it's like then my grandpa was super light. So it's just like, yeah. you just come out any which way. Mm -hmm. And like, you never know. But like, my grandpa was lighter. My dad's lighter. And so I'm this color. But my dad even like, would get different treatment from like, people in his family who were darker. Yeah. And I'm like, that's just not fair. Like, we're right. all black. Exactly. We're all mixed. Whatever. Just don't, like, that's just kind of perpetuates the stereotype of like, lighter skin is better. And right. so I would always be like, I'm, don't say yes. that. Like, that's terrible. Don't fetishize light skin babies. And yeah, they're beautiful. Like, of course, I would love my kids to have like, 
look like me mm-hmm. and I'm lighter skin, but like you shouldn't want like your baby to pop out because I'm right. like, what are you gonna do if they're darker? Like say you're like that's what ugly? I'm saying. Like oh my god, there's so much I can say on this fucking topic. Like this period, obviously growing up kind of like more in a white space, girls all the time would be like. <gasps> So I want to date a black boy so my kids could look like you just because they thought I was pretty. But it's so ignorant how they were saying yeah, that. Like I understand the compliment. Alike, we look nothing and alike. We're both mixed. Like we have mix. the same mix, yeah. right? Exactly. But it's just like um, they would say that, and I get the compliment. They're trying to say that they think I'm beautiful. Thank you. But at the same time, you're saying it so fucked up yeah. and like so ignorant right now. It's not acceptable. So I try to like educate them. Like, no, this is you know yeah. not really right. You should just love who you love, and then your children will be beautiful because you love that person um but what i also want to say and bring up about having mixed children and them being fetishized this is something that literally me and my mom get like angry in our chest about because you too like you have the green eyes like you Mm -hmm. have that coveted that and i feel like too even in the industry people want me to have that like they're like you're you're mixed like but you don't have the honey blonde and you don't have the green eyes we all come out different yeah we so you probably get it more because you are that like cute oh you're so cute goodbye (laughs) but also too me and you come out completely different like my hair is super curly my hair is like 3c 4c if i let it be natural your hair is a different texture we all picked up different things but that's what my parents all used to say because i um i like would come home crying when i was like in elementary school and middle school because like obviously i'm super fair even against my brother i just like we were talking about earlier like a grab bag you just popped out everything yeah. anything that you got you, you got my brother is so much darker than me has darker features and i'd come home crying because kids at school would be like you're not black because i was so fair they would tell me i wasn't black and like, then i go back to my home and i'm like everything <laughs> i'm not black like just would die about it and so my parents forever would be like michaela black people come in all different shades like but you are still who you are. There's albino black people, and day is black. Like they're yeah. black as day. Boo. I have friends from Africa who are literally your Li- color. Like, like literally from Ethiopia, your exact color. And, and it's just white people being ignorant, thinking yeah. that skin color defines your ethnicity, and yeah. not at all. Because like you were saying earlier, black people know you're black all the time. They know they can see it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But um, going back to what makes me and my mom super angry, and I bless her heart for always making sure I was put together well. But mixed children who who were fetishized to be had and then the moms or whoever is who is not black doesn't want to deal with the child's hair oh my god yeah that shit i could ramble on for years because my friend one of my friends she's mixed like a same black Mm -hmm. and white and her mom is so racist and I can't. blatantly racist and she even tells her dad like we're not braiding her hair like when they were kids he's like let my mom braid her hair because she yeah. has like 3C yeah. hair and he's like and her mom would just have her hair just you need to take care of it exactly and he's like you can't put that little detangler in her hair like you have <laughs> to not spray water yeah, bro you can't spray water you can't put this like little jergens you have to get some stuff for her hair <laughs> a garnet like, for teeth exactly and she's like, he's like my daughter can't have and he's like she's like you're a guy you don't know no. and my friend grew up all her baby pictures she's like I hate them because my hair was just so terrible and oh my god now she like doesn't ever like she always like has her hair straight and i think it's internalized stuff that her oh. mom fed to her and he'd like let my mom do her hair like her grandma and she's yeah. like your grandma like your mom's not braiding her hair like yeah. we're not putting braids in her hair but it's like why like that's how you keep our hair neat exactly it's like a protective style exactly and it's super cute you know my mom always always had my hair like in braids when i was little she was always brushing it putting it up she always like took care of myself and you have to learn and you have to learn if i have kids like my boyfriend's black if we ever decide to have kids their hair may come out in a texture that i'm not familiar with so i'm gonna have to educate myself like i can braid my own hair my hair's the easiest shit to braid yeah but it's like as a parent you have to learn that and you have to adjust to that you want a beautiful light skin mm-hmm. baby cool but or then you have, baby. yeah then yeah. you have to understand like you're gonna have to learn the culture of like your spouse mm-hmm. and teach that to your kid and then he or she your child may not like out the grab bag might not take shit from your side and yeah. might come out dark complexion 4c exactly. hair baby <laughs> and what the fuck you gonna do you really need to learn and then on top of learning how to do their hair and teach them how to do their hair so they can do it when they're older but telling them that their hair is beautiful you know because yeah. the juxtaposition so my mom is doing my hair my mom is red hair freckles long long really? gorgeous yeah long oh, gorgeous so hair cute. 
she's the most beautiful woman, but she would always do my hair. My hair is different. And so I would always play in her hair and be like, mommy, I want your hair. Same, brush my mom's hair. Yeah, always everything because it's so silky and smooth. But she always was like, no, Kayla, like your hair is so beautiful. My mom always did such a good job in telling me that the way I look was more than perfect. My mom would not put chemicals in my hair. I'm like, please, all the kids (laughs) at school, my hair when I was a kid was blonde. And then as I got older, it darkened up. And I was like, mom, I just want the blonde back. Like, please. And she's like, you're not chemically straightening your hair. She's like, people pay for hair like yours. Yeah, they do. And then she like, let me straighten it as I got older. Mm -hmm. But she was like, you don't need to. And my mom's hair wasn't pinned straight. Yeah. But it was like. Still a different texture. And she did a great job. And I'm like, so appreciative. But she's also the only woman really that was my life. I was raised all by like men pretty yeah. much like all my dad's friends yeah. my coaches and they don't like, give a teachers. fuck <laughs> yeah and like they don't know and so like the one woman i was like idolizing mm-hmm. looks nothing like me right and like we have our own like in media like mm-hmm. black people color people people of color are so underrepresented but then there's like there's like lighter skinned black women of mm-hmm. course like they have like taraji and yeah. stuff like that but i can't identify with her right and like I remember Zendaya came on Shake It Up and I was like, oh my God, no, literally. a mixed girl. We were so excited for but Zendaya. she had straight hair. She did, so they I were straightening up. And so I was like, what? Like the one person that I have to identify with mm-hmm. is like, and she had like, the same last name as me, so I'd like lie. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, we're sisters. <laughs> and even, I love it. People sometimes say like we resemble each other and I'm like, that's so funny. Cause they, when I was younger, I would like literally lie that I'm related <laughs> to her. But she, they strained her hair. So I was yeah. like, fuck, like. And as a kid, if you ever like look back at the shows we were watching, the kids with the curly hair and the glasses uh-huh. and the braces were the bullied ones. Yeah, they and were. And so like, there's this girl Nedzi Classified who had curly hair, and she like the nasal spray. Oh, do you yeah, remember her? I do. And they, she was like the nerd, and so yeah. it's like curly hair was associated with like being like a ugly. nerd and yeah. ugly, and like you weren't beautiful. And right. Princess Diaries with Anne Hathaway, who I love, yeah, and her makeover, they straightened her hair exactly. And so it's like I felt that I needed to do that. Me too. And it was like because of what we were being fed, and because right. of what the other kids were saying. And it's like, that's not true. And anytime I see a younger girl with curly hair, I'm always like, don't your hair is beautiful. Don't fucking touch yeah. it. I look at their parents. I'm like, don't let her straighten her hair. Yeah, because not like, at all. I'm 22 now and my hair doesn't curl like it used to. And uh-huh. I'm just like, fuck. Like, yeah, they're like, start over. No, literally, exactly. I straightened my hair so bad in middle school just because I wanted to look like everyone else. And it was like, got to the point where it was like such heat damage that I yeah. really had to like start all over and like finally have my normal curl pattern back. Yeah. But that shit was not looking right for a little bit. Also, like at all. side note, yeah. when you straighten your hair, Ours doesn't look like no, Becky. it literally <laughs> it looks, looks like so burnt bad. fried unless you go like, get it like blown out, exactly. blown out. It was looking burnt I fried. I would straighten my hair and like my ends would be like bumped and like, yeah, <laughs> like side so, screamed. So, no, so bumped the ends, burnt. it was yeah, so my burnt. My ends were bumped and like it was burnt and it was just so shitty. And like, you can place, exercise, yeah, it was like so bad. And the places my mom would take me to get my hair done, like we didn't have very oh, many no. people that would cater to curly hair. Mm-mm. So it's like, I'm getting my hair done and they're straining it and they're bumping my ends and I'm yeah. crying because it doesn't look like no. Jessica. No, like, it doesn't, it doesn't look like that, but I still all. would do it. Mm-hmm. And it would look really shitty. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it'd be like, because we didn't have the technology. No. And like, we're 20, and we're in our yeah. 20s, but like, those straighteners back then weren't no. good. Like, Either they didn't you put work. in a hot comb or a white girl yeah. straightener. Or and you had iron, an actual iron. I used to do that because that's what got my hair like better. Like, yeah. The best. Like, silky. Yeah. So pretty. But like, the little handheld, like, yeah. that didn't fucking work. Or, like, and it didn't help the kids' comments at school. Like, I remember, like, I would always, my hair, until I started uh, straightening it in middle school, was always, like, so long and so curly. But I would always wear it, like, in, like, a slick little braid in the back. Just yeah. one braid, like, slick it up, just put it away. And then one time, my mom, like, talked me into wearing my all my hair out. So imagine, uh, like, down to your waist, yeah. like, all your hair out. And my hair is big when I let it out wearing it to school. And, like, that took so much confidence for me because I know my hair is so different from everyone else's. And literally just getting ridiculed at school yeah. and everyone like making fun of you. And then and if you switch it up, they're like, what's that? Like, yeah, they're yeah. like, can you even brush it? Oh my God, your hair is so big. Can yeah. I like, can I touch it? Blah, blah, blah. Why is it so, because you have to put product in it. Yeah. Why is it so like, greasy? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Bitch, fuck off. Yeah. I was really hurt and I never really did it again. Because it, it shames you into like mm-hmm. not wanting to do it. And it's it like, shames you into your crown. Seriously. That's why Solange being like, don't touch my hair. Yeah is so serious yeah. like that shit is my crown like but you don't realize that when you're a little girl you're just and trying to fit sad. in exactly yeah. and like i look back and i'm just like i just want to hug myself because i'm just like <laughs> so hard i'm like you just wait and 
10 years when everyone has your lips and everyone has <laughs> everyone wants hair. to look like you everyone has your skin tone everyone wants to look like you and now like there's times when I see girls with really full lips and I'm like should I get injections because I was bullied <laughs> yeah. I used to be bullied for like my lips no literally not everyone has full lips and I'm like uh, do I still yeah. like do I still look like black enough because it, all these girls look black too right so now like, we have no and that's a whole other thing of like girls in Europe uh, have you heard black fishing? Oh, yeah. that shit! Yes. I literally go into black holes over that because I'm just like I don't even understand. You look blacker than me. I feel like if you, you look, look blacker than me, if you look blacker than me. There's a problem because Girl. I'm a, I am mixed. Yeah, and it's like that's and like yeah, tans. Everyone gets tan, but like yeah. tanning your skin to look like a completely different ethnicity. And is then like getting the fucking the fillers, the, the fillers, the curly wigs. Girl, exactly. if you don't sit your ass down, I literally can't with all that. But <laughs> I understand what you. I've literally had moments where I'm like, should I get lip fillers? Yeah, <laughs> because seriously, um, I don't know. Or like just um, like the the body standards now. I feel like when we were growing up, early 2000s, 90s, it was very like stick thin, Kate Moss. If you had an ass, that was bad. Yeah. You know, um. Booties weren't good. It was more like titty focused and being skinny. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I was always so ashamed of my little butt. My little hips yeah, that yeah or anything, just being curvaceous at all because that was like, no, boys don't like that, you know? Yeah. And then now it's like, that's the thing to be. So I was like, okay, I have my little booty, my little hips, but do I need more? Because y'all yeah, getting injected because now we're trying to keep it up. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. But we just have to remind ourselves, like, no, we're beautiful as is. But on that topic, too, I have, like, a really defined jawline, and I'm seeing, like, so many, um, like, videos and, like, shit surface on Instagram of, like, women getting their whole jaws, like, rewired, like, yeah, to look like that. actual 45-degree angle measurement, yeah. Bitch, I was, like, I used to get ridiculed in school yeah. over my chin, and now, like, y'all really, like, <laughs> like I'm like this is crazy just like how body standards like morph over time yeah. and now it's like um, paying homage to the black women without you know without like, the struggle of with, without black. wanting to be black yeah, at all like exactly. uh, actually can we can we take everything except for actually except your skin for the color struggle the systematic oppression the like <laughs> 400 years of slavery all of it yeah, yeah all of just, it but that's like they always say like black features are love but black people aren't and that's yeah. true and it's a sad truth but it's just a good tip for everyone who wants to change something about themselves just wait because in 10 years it could be a trend and you're going to be beautiful in 10 years it is going to be a trend yeah and also feeling tall and stuff. You were probably a tall little girl. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I was like, no, boys, I'm going to want to make some stone tall. I know. Like, no, <laughs> You're like, I'm going to stomp on you. Exactly. Handle it if you can. Um, but we talked a lot about yes. um, kind of our upbringing yes. being mixed. So we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, um, let's talk a little bit about how being mixed affects our life in the industry. Yes. And being a model. Hey everyone, welcome back from the break. I'm here with Michaela. Hello, hello. Talking about how it is being mixed. Um, before the break, we talked about growing up mixed race, um, as well as a lot of other things. Yes. <laughs> but now I want to kind of talk about how that transitioned into adulthood and right. into the modeling industry. Um, a lot of the castings I go on, they look for a girl that is, quote, ambiguous. So mm -hmm. that could be any sort of mix, just not one straight up ethnicity. Right. Um, but sometimes I feel as if when I go, they want me to be something that I'm not. Mm -hmm. Like when I just say like, um, I'm Russian and black and native, they're like, oh, you're not Dominican or you're not yeah. this and you're not that. And so I sometimes feel as if they're looking for a certain look or me to be something <laughs> yeah. that I'm not just so they could be like, we feel, because that's we how the that industry slot. is. Yeah. yeah, the industry has a few slots for women of color, people mm -hmm. of color. So it's like, oh, we were hoping you were Dominican so you could fill this Latina slot that we were looking for. Which or, you're going to do anyways. <laughs> exactly, which you're going to find a girl. And like, I don't do that. Personally, yeah. in my career, I will not do that. But some right. girls will, because some girls, like, we need money. And yeah. so some, I understand sometimes girls do that. I'll say it happened to me unbeknownst though. I think if I went into to it knowing that I was going to be casted as a different ethnicity I yeah. don't think I'd be like comfortable with that yeah but I literally got on set one day and it's like oh so this is our Latina model I'm like what oh I had no idea I was playing I mean shit you know what I'm saying yeah. and part of me like this is sounds so like fucked up and weird in my head but like part of me I grew up in a Mexican neighborhood yeah so mostly like my town was white and Mexican and like I know a little bit of Spanish to like get by just from like growing up there and stuff yeah. like that but like low-key sometimes 
people will come up to me if they don't know that I'm mixed and be like, um, hola, uh, y tu Puerto Rican, yeah. <laughs> they ask if I'm Puerto Rican, Dominican, or whatever, yeah, and then partly just wants to speak Spanish so I can just like talk back to them and yeah. be like not hurt their feelings really yeah. quick like let me just go but that's like me i know spanish fluently because yeah. of just my i don't know i just know yeah. it fluently yeah and so, that's people, so amazing they'll speak to me in spanish and then i reply and then they're just like wait you're not you're not dominican you're not puerto yeah. rican you're not and i'm just like yeah no but that's also a ignorance on mm-hmm. a parts of a lot of people is just assuming that because and especially because i think because my hair because they're like afro-latina is yeah, like is a, a thing yes and so gorgeous. i think people think that about mm-hmm. me because like maybe my hair isn't curly enough to fit their perception of what a black person's hair right. should be or whatever so in that way it's like sort of frustrating because it's mm-hmm. like i never want to fill the role of because i wouldn't want someone to take a role for me right because the roles are so few yeah and so it's like i wouldn't want someone to do that to me and i don't ever want like a younger girl to look up and be like oh, like, I want to be a Latina model. Look at this girl on the cover of Vogue Mexico, but she's not even, and that's, like, kind of even a thing that, like, I kind of have to remind myself and, like, even my peers and other models is, like, we should make sure that we are filling roles where we should be. Right. And even being mixed, like, I feel like I shouldn't take roles intended just for, like, women who are African-American because, and I live with uh, my roommate, Cora. She's, like, black, and I know how hard it is for her even getting her foot in the door. So why would I take a role intended for her because I'm the, quote, acceptable version of a black person and I have the, the, quote, more manageable hair and, like, Mm -hmm. the lighter skin and whatever, and that's, I mean, I hope that one day it gets to the point where it's just, like, so like the industry so diluted and there's mm-hmm. more people of color in it yeah. that we can just take whichever role and it's just like a role is a role yeah but i understand like in this industry they do need like for commercials they do want a specific look or like mm-hmm. music video castings are the worst yeah the because worst. they'll be like we're looking for a bad thick a bad thick bitch L- light skin baddie <laughs> yeah and you're like what the fuck yeah, is that literally <laughs> typical, typical instagram light skin baddie like we want your instagram handle so we you're can like, know what okay. you look like or like we want you to look like um, they'll be like a Megan Good type or like, you know, a Scarlett Johansson type. And yeah. it's like, then I'm just like, well, I don't look like either of the yeah. two, so I'm not going to go. And that right. makes me limit myself, exactly. which is sort of frustrating. Like, I just want them to be like mixed race. You can look any which way. Just right. come if you're cool. We because want you. Because we all look so different so being mixed different. race. Like exactly. all of us, there's so many kids that have our mix or just other mixes that you're like, I had no idea. I have so many friends that um, like my best friend growing up, she's half Japanese, half Mexican. Wow. And she pulled, she pulled more like Japanese roots, but like you can tell certain things, certain aspects about her that are like Mexican. And then I have another friend who's like Filipina and Mexican. And just like, there's yeah. different, there's so many different random combos that all need visibility exactly in the industry and i feel like you really touched on that earlier like we're still just kind of like taking our roles right now because like when we do get offered a job it's like fuck yes let's go and then you see it in the industry i don't know for me personally like if i get booked for a job sometimes there's really not anyone on set who can do my hair uh, and same for me and, and then i, I want to cry because I'm like, i want to cry imagine if, because because i'm thinking imagine if my hair was that 3c or 4c because you can't do mine and my hair and my head is so i can straighten my hair in 10 minutes right so my but they see any sort of curl pattern they're, and they're like, like um, put water in it no or what makes <laughs> me want to is so sad is when they see my curls and they're like oh my god your hair is so beautiful let's shoot it and in my head i know yeah that like this is my morning bed head this uh-huh. is like my curls are some of them are flat and it's not cute but they're just like in their head they're like this is a cute like yeah. wild crazy messy yeah look. free yeah free spirit <laughs> and it's like no this is my shitty hair yeah, that i yeah. came in with that you i just showered last not. night yeah and slept with a wet head of hair you need to put some cream or something, something like some sort of hydration yeah. or anything that you don't know i'm not even trying to be like that but you don't know how many campaigns i've shot where i literally am in the back of the van or on set literally putting hair product into my own hair yeah and which is a campaign laying my like own edges yeah. girl and the hairstylist is learning from me how to lay edges and yeah, stuff which i'm is like their you job need to know don't, don't know you guys that shit bothers me y'all want diversity inclusion all this bullshit trendy shit in your campaigns but literally cannot adhere to the people that you're bringing on board yeah which goes even with like styling for people who like you want a body diversity but then you're squeezing a girl and something doesn't fit her and it looks not okay yeah or you want like racial diversity but you're bringing you don't have the makeup to match the, the oh skin my tone God. or you don't have like the 
the resources to do the hair. So you have bitches looking fucking crazy. And then as a model, like how are we supposed to give you our best if we feel uncomfortable? Thank like, you. Like I'm thinking about how dry and crusty my hair looks. I'm not gonna be able to. And like we have, Fierce. we yeah. have to pull through because it's our job. But it's right. like, it sucks. And then we got the images back, and it's like I don't want to post them. I, I don't want to share them. I don't because exactly. I'm not looking right, yeah. like at all. And and it just like it makes me even like realize my privilege in that too because yeah. i am also very lucky because mm-hmm. i do know like cora came on a podcast to talk about how she has to yeah. bring her own foundation and like yeah that is a struggle within itself absolutely and all i feel like all people of color have their own sense of struggle and their own sort of struggle which it's like it sucks and i feel like you have to come prepared and like mm-hmm. i don't know if you get this but because i am quote ambiguous and can pull off anything yeah. when i first moved here every shoot i did braids 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 like uh-huh. it was like they're like our first girl has some color in her let's yeah. braid her hair yeah a let's lot of get clients. some swirly let's baby get, hairs exactly. everything let's let's lay her baby hair because it's yeah. not offensive if they do it yeah because it's on so, you because it's on me which i would I'm, prefer yeah i would prefer that if you're gonna do a baby hair look do it on a black girl exactly. don't Mixed put it girl. on fucking no Gigi hadid yeah. i can't <laughs> don't, <right> let, <laughs> don't let her lay her edges because that's offensive but also like it's like I don't know how to like I don't really know how to take that like yeah. I'm like is this like like is this like a I'm your token like I'm yeah. the one that's gonna be able to do this and like you won't be offensive because you did it right um and like oh like she looks cool and edgy like would you do this on someone with darker skin or would that look yeah. too ghetto quote ghetto yeah right. so it's like I feel like because I'm a socially aware person I'm constantly thinking of stuff like mm-hmm. that I'm not, I'm not the girl just sits in the chair and is like yeah put an afro on me put the right. braids in my hair like exactly. I'm thinking like is this yeah. going to offend people or like would they do this to someone else like is this brand only doing this because I am are they because like I've had a, I've worked with a brand before who was like let's put an afro on her and I said my natural hair texture isn't an afro yeah. that could be offensive and then I turned around a week later they had an afro on a white girl yeah they did and, they, and they the just campaign. literally didn't give a fuck they don't give a fuck and so I'm like Damn, like I'm it's hard thinking to think about, about it. It's yeah. hard to think about because on that same token, when you're like, okay, are they doing this because I am racially ambiguous and I can f- and I can pull this off? Well, you have to s- apply that same level of thinking, like when they they basically whitewash you, when yeah. they straighten your hair and maybe like put on subtle makeup or yeah. do, you know just make you look. But that's the thing about mixed people is like we can go to both Either ends way. of the spectrum. Yeah. That's why I like I'm so thankful when y'all really like want my natural hair out. Y'all really like yeah. because whenever you get braids I, I, and you post it, I'm like <laughs> yes, yes! <laughs> because I like wish I could. I just don't feel like could. my but I but and that's like also so sad. Kyla, I feel like you look like, so appropriation. Like, no, you know? you know how many people are in my comments like literally don't know for shit that i'm black they're really? like why is this white girl with braids but it's like but, you're ignorant but your skin's a little darker than my you have like, no goodbye eyes. no goodbye <laughs> goodbye no people are yeah, just ignorant if just you're fair at all they're like oh and and now all these black fishing bitches are fucking it up for us mexicans yeah. <laughs> like actually we're, Mexico, it. Yeah. we're like no not yeah, at all that, oh man no but, but there I are times you. i'm just like i want to like do something like you know different but then also is that brand friendly like that's what's also like will they like be like what the fuck is she doing like she could totally straighten her hair and be commercial yeah or will that's they the like, thing yeah that's so why i started sick. especially this year 2019 i've had my hair in braids like basically the whole year for like a couple reasons one it gives my natural hair a break two when i do go on jobs it's honestly easier for me my hair to be in box braids because like you can still do it and you're not messing it up yeah. where i i i feel actually uncomfortable on set there's been hella times where you guys do my hair and i'm like I would never ever walk out like this so now my job is compromised my fierceness or what I give you on my end is compromised you know because you have me out here looking fucked up but then you don't want to say anything because you don't want to like ruin like it's just so many things so I'm just like I'd rather just keep my hair in braids so like it can already be this look that I have for myself and y'all are going to book me based off it or not but I love that I love that fashion brands also too are using like I'm Salem like she, to bring her up. Yeah, yeah, she is the most stunning human on the Ever. planet. Just walked Christian Cowan mm-hmm. in braids, yeah. in multicolored braids. Thank you. Ten years ago, no. that would never happen. That no. would be, what the fuck is on the runway? That's so right. ghetto. Exactly. That's this, that's that. And as time has changed, braids are seen as beautiful, which they should have always been. And more elegant Yeah, now. and I love how many campaigns she shoots with her braids. Yes. And it's no, just that's like, like her signature look yeah. now, which it makes me so happy because... she's able to do that and like do it so well and show other girls. Right, like, and because like for a quote-unquote black model to be successful, 
you see her in wigs and weaves. You yeah. see her with the long pin straight Naomi Campbell wig, ducky, yeah. ducky thought. Barbie like, doll, little wig, yeah. Everything, and it's like, no, those braids, yeah, we have extensions in, but th- that's her natural hair being protected, preserved. It's a protective style that's like, now on a runway, and that's just like, thank you. I saw that, and I was just like, I literally started to tear up. Yeah, like, she deserves imagine, it. And she deserves every ounce no, of it. No, she's the sweetest person I have ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. So what in your career can you incorporate like that type of activism in your work like what level mm. do you have to get to oh yeah mm. that's literally what i'm struggling with yeah. literally right now i feel like using our platforms we could um you know give give out our messages of how we personally feel and hopefully others agree like we're all entitled to our own opinions but i feel like if we use our platforms to keep putting that message out there just some reminders you don't have to be like harping about it but reminders that over here if you're if you see what i see and this is what i'm going through this is how i perceive things to be you might like teach someone something and that's like really all you can do kind of like leading by example yeah i guess and i feel like part of my philosophy too is always like and you're similar we grew up in a smaller town maybe we were the one only ones like us i always do a lot for my younger self yeah because there's thousands of other little kylos out there there's thousands of other girls even back home in my community now who Mm -hmm. are probably going through what i went through and so i feel like i'm doing myself and like the community a disservice Mm -hmm. if i don't speak on certain things but it's also that constant inner struggle of am I being brand friendly like am I like I have a picture on my account from when I when I used to be like in the shit of Mm -hmm. like rallying shot with rubber bullets pepper sprayed like I used to be in that shit and I have a sign I'm holding it it says like white supremacy is terrorism and as I started to blow up on Instagram people would comment like you're white like you can't say that white supremacy is fucking terrorism bitch I'm white I'm I'm in white spaces I know the shit y'all talking about and I see it on TV systematically white people are far more privileged my mom was in the same rally walking next to me with a sign that said like white silence is violence yeah and she works for the schools and she was like i don't know like this is like could get me in trouble but like she understands that having black children mm-hmm. and raising mixed children there's things like she has to fear of her old, like my older son again mm-hmm. tattoos grill yeah. she didn't know if he was gonna come home some days because he was yeah. getting profiled she was riding shotgun in my dad's car getting pulled over week after week because yeah. they thought that they were kidnapping her because her I name's Sasnovia. we weren't you. we couldn't fly places because they thought my dad was like trafficking a russian right. woman right Literally, he wasn't, or we'd go places and they'd be like, "Are they adopted? They all have the same dad." Mm-hmm. Like the typical questions that you should yeah. never fucking ask somebody. You should never. But ask. she grew up like she knew. She knows that lifestyle yeah. now, and so I feel like because I know the lifestyle and I've lived it, and like I know both ends, and like I do, I never speak on stuff that I don't know. You're right. Like I educate myself yeah. as much as I can. So that's why I did that, and that's why yeah, I posted that. But so now smart. sometimes I'm like, okay, but like is that brand friendly yeah. and that's what sucks is because it's like yeah. we have to kind of consider that but then like parts of me are like you know fuck that like children are dying like but then we see like beyonce does it so gracefully yeah she, she speaks does. but she's also beyonce exactly <laughs> i am kyla right like and so it's like do we revolt and just completely be like you know yeah. this is the bullshit or do we speak you know elegantly about these situations right. but i grew up very like Malcolm Blunt. X was my idol. Yeah. I was not a Martin Luther type of gal. Yeah, I wasn't that. a peaceful protest <laughs> type, type of gal. gal. I was a Malcolm X type of gal. I was like yeah. Black Panther Party. Mm-hmm. I was like that sort of like that was my way of thinking yeah. and my way of communicating. Yeah. Um. And now it's like I have to kind of Martin Luther King it up because to be right on brand and that like breaks my heart and it sucks to yeah. say out loud because people are gonna be like well do you know whatever. Tamir Rice is 12 and he's dead yeah so bitch shut the fuck up and right. you know talk about it so I do like I'll post on my story like a news article and I do like my best with what I can now right. um but even before I never put po- I never posted ever because I yeah. didn't use Instagram before yeah. um but then like ANTM like advising like you should post like your activism and blah 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 but it's like I've never found that way to do it in a way that's like gonna be informative as well as like helpful i guess i haven't found that yet um i feel like there's ways that like um i see my friend justine bitacon are you familiar with her she's like incredible she's also filipina and uh latina and she like has such good activism on her page in a way that is not so polarizing where you're like 
fuck Holy shut shit. up yeah. yeah like this is too much but she kind of just like posts links to like um go go uh vote for like planned parenthood to not get shut down or here's like a suicide help hotline link or like just little things to also be helpful but spread the word you know yeah or, and like, that's if like shit what I pops off, yeah yeah and that's really all we can do because it's like okay yeah we have people watching our stuff and like little girls watching our stuff if we're just putting out little things out there we really never know who we're gonna help and as long as one person even benefited from it our job is done yeah that's kind of like what you have to keep reminding yourself because like especially our generation wants to make such a fucking insane impact because y- all y'all before us have been fucking yeah, it up. everything <laughs> yeah we, were we got a lot of everything. back work we, yeah. we have a lot of back work to do we have a we want to make a huge impact and sometimes we feel like it's not enough yeah but really at the end of the day even if we just help out one other person which you do every day i do every day he does every day like we're okay yeah we're okay and that's what and i feel like too um story posts is mainly where I go. Like yeah. I go straight to the story. And I lose so many times I lose followers. Posting anything political, I lose followers. But it's, I don't care because yeah. I want and I had literally I got in a huge argument with my very close friend the other day because mm-hmm. he was like you shouldn't post stuff like that you need to and shut I up. was like and he also he's Dominican oh, and yeah. I was like people are dying yeah. and he's Afro Latino too yeah. so I was like you need to like be more like care more about it he's like yeah but brands are gonna work with you and I was like the right brands will the and right he, brands and, will and I was like and I lose followers but the right people will follow me right. who want to hear that and yeah. like if you fuck with me you fuck with what yeah. I you know my vision as well right, exactly. my vision is like equality for all races all religions mm-hmm. all genders right. sexuality everything and if you don't want to hear about that and if you don't want to know what's going on in the world then fine and follow me and I'm not going to cry that I lost followers yeah. because I do have a, a career outside of Instagram mm-hmm. but if I can't educate people I will and there was this time when I posted about um it was when a lot of the school shootings were happening oh, yeah. and I posted about how militarizing police and schools will only do harm to children of color because Period. Like, yeah and so many people were like oh my god I've never because I have a lot of yeah. younger followers like I've never even thought of that my school is talking about doing that I need to like do something to yeah. tell the staff that that wouldn't be safe for the no. other kids and I was like wow like even me just posting that like my opinion on the situation has really changed the eyes of people and they're going into their schools and telling their staff that yeah. like this isn't an okay thing and I I had so many DMs I was just crying I was like wow like I cannot believe that I and during like the children's like um, the March for Our Lives when people were walking out of school they were DMing me like sending me videos and I was like that's just so rewarding and that just shows me that like that's more rewarding than any like honestly any campaign of course yeah I want to work like I have a goal list of that yeah but changing lives of children Mm -hmm. and like our future is like my end goal I was in school for early childhood education like I wanted to work in inner city schools and like modeling is what I do now because it's my passion and it's fun and like of course and now's the time for it but you can always go back and go do that you know who knows but um it really shows testament to what you're saying because like the younger generation under us like y and z and everything really where they get all their information from is from their phones and so it's like if a girl like you or me is posting about that stuff they're already paying attention to instagram anyways they're already watching what we do and there's so much like literally empty shit that people just post it's so empty like it's literally just for likes and so when we do post something with substance foundational or i kind of feel the same way about me talking about god on my page like I have like a spiritual connection. I'm not like a church goer, Bible thumper, but I also don't judge anyone. But like, damn, if me posting about God, is this going to like rub people the wrong way? Or like, am I going to like, but at the end of the day, you have to just be like, this is me. Like, this is like, if I'm just having this conversation in person with people I care about, other people should hear this too. Exactly. And there you go. And so like kids pay attention to their phones. And so like, I feel like that's like the completely right outlet for us to communicate to them through because it's like if we're posting something with depth and stuff, they're going to listen to it over just like the empty fucking I don't know, dumb cheese Brand challenges. Yeah, like, no, I don't even know, yeah. like, dumb ass shit. So. But also, that goes to shit. Like, we should make sure that what we are contributing is meaningful yeah like and twitter for me i do was way more meaningful than instagram because oh, Instagram's like more so pictures mm-hmm. and like i've never really found the caption thing like i don't really put the captions that are like meaningful which i yeah. should do more you could post a hot ass selfie and then just be like boom political yeah, statement exactly. bitch. like yeah. I, people would rock with and that i know so many people who do that and that's how i would do yeah. it if i were to like start which i am going i will i'm going to i'm putting that yeah. in the universe i will start but on, on twitter is where i go fucking in right but it's like yes. as long as like people are consuming like something and you and your heart are like okay i'm putting something out that's going to affect somebody or right. even if it's just like everyone have a good day or like make sure right. like you're positive today like yeah. even something small like you mm-hmm. never know because even sometimes i be scrolling and i see like someone say like 
Yeah. Like you posted this one one time on your story, I think. <laughs> Where? And which one? Tell me. It tell was me. like a close-up selfie with like you had like words. It was like oh, on my face. face. Yeah, yeah I like post so beautiful. And I was like, you. even something like that has just like changed m- my mood personally. Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine how your yeah. you know thousands of followers felt as well. So it's just it's, something. And even if you don't have a big following, like you never yeah. know. Like your friends might need like to see a little something yeah so just exactly posting that i also wanted to say like me and you being in the modeling industry and like working our way up because we're still like little babies in the modeling industry we're not even seasoned whatsoever one month old not even we just got here yeah (laughs) we're still on the (laughs) team we're still growing um but as me and you or other women of color um start booking more deals, start working with different brands, or even start being in the different rooms, not even in front of the camera, but behind the camera. Uh, Black women photographers, um, styling, assistants, camera crews, whatever. Um, It's so important we kind of have this like unspoken thing that um we all like put each other on you know like if you okay so like we'll just put it into like an example if you got booked for maybelline or something and they were like kyla we need also another racially ambiguous girl or a black girl or a latina girl you're gonna go to your inner circle and be like boom 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 let me put on people that i know are good people and that are gonna fill this role perfectly Mm -hmm. So it's like you're not gonna you're not gonna go out and disrespect the brand and our culture by just picking out someone fucking random or the stereotypical light skin yeah. girl. You're gonna really like use that opportunity to be like, let's pull in someone who actually needs this opportunity and it matters. And then it ends up being like such a beautiful experience. And that was only like one little scenario, one little hypothetical scenario. That happens so much in real life to the point now it's like more and more yeah, are getting put into these rooms. Yeah. And that's even like um like Kevin Hart, like yeah. with uh, t- uh, what's her name? Fuck! Oh my God! Tiffany Haddish. Yes, I yeah. love her. Yeah, so I love her so much. No, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, he was like, he put her. He's like, um, if I make a movie, you're gonna be in it. And then yeah. night school, and I'm just like, that's so beautiful to me mm-hmm. because we know the struggle. Yeah. And the more you know the struggle, the more you want to help people who are also struggling that's and don't have the opportunity. Right. And like, I one day like if i ever have like an agency or if i ever do like a big project i want everybody on set everyone holding a camera people manning the lights i want them all to be of color mm-hmm. i do and like yeah. people get irritated when i say stuff like that but i'm like you have to understand it's so hard for people of color to even get the opportunity god forbid i give them one shot tomorrow they may not have that job yeah but white dps and mm-hmm. white sound guys they're gonna have that job over and over, over. And time and time again keep so getting it's like the one time i give someone that shot like it's not it's not doing anything it's not taking away jobs from people like white people it's not you're and inviting so new perspective exactly. you're inviting new energy into the room and it's like when when people not of color complain about oh these like uh, inclusion seminars or like yeah. these things that need to happen it's like you guys have been so privileged that you've worked in completely white spaces for the past 50 plus years yeah, motherfucker like just, like, the, like just it's now, never happened for yeah, black people unless imp- it's self-done and then you guys are mad because oh why do you have bet a black entertainment yeah like why do you have t- black history month as if the whole other 11 months aren't white history or all the textbooks we read growing up aren't white history you guys are losing it yeah losing the point right here that's why it's so important we all kind of have like an unspoken thing even just like chinese people latina yeah, any people, people any color. we recognize just, like yo yeah. you need to be in the room because you're inviting a different perspective if you keep having just solely white like communities produce our media we're really not going to go anywhere that's why we've seen such a transcendent like um this like transcending thing happened in the past probably five years just like netflix having literally a a, a black uh what is the word? black lead role section and their genres like yeah. that you did not see that five years ago at yeah. all like it's starting to happen more and more and more and more and like we're in a really really special time and that's why it's so important for us to talk about stuff like this like I'm so fucking geeked. This yeah, is amazing. But the fact and the, the the main thing is too is having conversation because we could sit here and say, I want a whole black cast and crew. Like when Beyonce yeah. got Tyler shot her for Vogue. Her Vogue and it was all black crew. Which was a shame that that's the first time that's it's ever happened. Such a shame. But also it's a shame too that people thought, well, why would she have that? Because that's the first time. And that's the only, maybe that could possibly be the only time because of the yeah. world we live in. But if we have a conversation, we explain why and mm-hmm. our struggles and why it was so hard for us and people like us to get to this point and why we offer those opportunities because it was so hard, then people will start to understand why yeah. it happens and be more open-minded to right. changing and having it happen as well. Well, I think that there are a lot of people, and this is like a testament with a lot of people just like, 
people of color being included in their job spaces, they think that that's going to be the new norm and that they're no longer going to have jobs. So you're scared of what you've been doing to everyone for the longest was what you're basically trying to say. And it's like, I don't think that we're trying to come into these spaces and rule you guys out. We're not saying no white people no more. We're saying let's have more people of fucking color in the room. Yeah. Like to, you guys would o- learn so much more espe- having us around. Yeah, to offer new insight and just yeah. to, and, and um, my friend, she's she just shot a campaign and she's a photographer and she's yeah. a photographer of color. She's a woman. Amazing. And she said once they brought her on set, they were like, what, you're gonna shoot? Like you're like, you're gonna be like in charge of everything, like creative direction, yes. all that. And she was like, yeah. And once she did it and she produced this beautiful shoot for this I, huge campaign for this I, beauty brand, I bet. they were like, wow like that's crazy like you can do that but that just shows hey this woman of color mm-hmm. did all this shit i bet other could because again we form that bias mm-hmm. off of the information we're fed right but that's something that we just have to unlearn and we have to have an open conversation about mm-hmm. and be more open-minded to learning new things and new people and new perspectives right yes yes <laughs> um we doing but time? yeah brandon's yawning so <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> brandon, brandon's yawning so you gotta wrap this up no but yeah that i I feel like we hit the nail on the head I with a lot of things. So. I know, and we, there's I'm, still so much to talk about. I so feel much. like we haven't even cr- scratched. The yeah, surface. we haven't. But it's also like, do you guys want to listen for five hours? Yeah. Like, but some, and we I will. hope I hope that this has helped someone. Even like, it doesn't matter if you are mixed or you are of color. Even if you are white and just maybe got a better understanding of yeah. the lives of other people, or maybe just like broke down your biases of mm-hmm. other things but i feel like a lot of my followers and consumers are like really like-minded and really yeah. great people so well if you're like also in an interracial relationship and yeah. you don't know how to navigate going to the other person's family or navigate how you guys um maybe are perceived in public or something if that's like new for you hopefully this helped you as well like i don't know there's so many things that we could learn from each other just by talking and our experiences like me and kyla's experiences growing up are so different but also same so similar at the yeah. same time um and hopefully this helped a lot of like young mixed girls out there. Y'all make me cry. Yeah, we me do it too. for you. We do it we love for you. All oh, this is for you. Don't ever yes. straighten your hair. But don't if you ever want to, you straighten should, your hair. Don't man. ever relax your hair. Don't put chemicals don't, in. Don't do, and it's don't beautiful. don't participate in that light skin dark skin bullshit because we will come find you. Yeah. We'll come fight you. <laughs> exactly. We we don't need to divide based off skin color. Like it's so funny. I yeah. didn't mention this earlier, but um. Just for me personally, and like, I don't know, some people don't believe me, but literally since I was a little girl, I would like cry to my mom and dad so bad because I wanted to be dark-skinned so bad. Like, yeah. I just thought they were, to this day, I think dark-skinned women are so beautiful. So like, Lapita Nyong'o is like my ideal yeah, beauty like in my look, head. Yeah. If I could be you, like, please. Yeah, but I'm not going to tan my skin and right. put my lips to look like you because that is offensive. Exactly, and then at the same time, women who looked like her are darker skinned women are in the same breath dying and crying to have light eyes and light skin and light yeah. hair like me so it's like grass is fuck always greener all, yeah. grass is always greener fuck all the self-hate you're beautiful how you are that's how i had to accept myself i'd accept that okay there's a certain times of the year where i'm just fucking fair and i can't help it yeah. and i'm not to hate myself there's other people who would wish to look like me and i wish that i look like other people sometimes but just don't do that because we're all born with our own sense of beauty and our, our flaws are what makes us gorgeous as cliche as that sounds yeah but it's true it is but thank you yes, so much thank for being you, Kyla. here with love Kayla you. And talking to me <laughs> yes, today yes um if you guys haven't heard we have a podcast together already yes. it's sort of about being the more free, freelance model free. doing it yourself kind of yeah. coming up out of the cut you're like what did we talk about yeah, I, <laughs> I like forgot we just talked so much but yeah so if you guys want to listen to that just scroll on up and find yes. it um where can we find you on social media um everything is mac dre m-v-k-d-r-e just type it in you'll find all my shit soundcloud instagram yeah. twitter the main hubs but yeah. yes kyla yes and thank you guys so much for listening Mwah. if you guys like this episode please rate review and subscribe and listen next week to hear about the not so glamorous life of being a model. Yes. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Shout out to Brandon. Yeah, shout out to Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.